Hey guys. What's going on? Welcome. So if you heard our last podcast, you heard about our setbacks and how um, we had the tragic event of the <laughs> whole podcast that we recorded being deleted. So um, we are not letting that keep us back, um, hold us back from doing what we came to do. So we're going to re record re-record <laughs> yeah re-record. Um, our uh original podcast so we're going to try to recapture the magic but um the way our god works is going to be new revelation right. and new stuff so we're just ready for this journey um to go on but we do want to kind of do what we normally do and what we did in the last podcast so we wanted to give our shout out to Kiashane Kiki, Kiki. <laughs> um, for her love and um, posting a very inspirational message, um, just telling us to keep going. And um, we really appreciate that. Thank you for sharing us on your social media. And um, we really do appreciate you, baby girl. So yes, thank you. Thank you. So today we're going to talk about um, taking the L, basically. Um, <laughs> I'm going to just try to go because it's like we're trying to yeah. give you what we gave you last time but it's probably not going to happen so we're going to try to capture it but it'll yeah. be a different spin so um the other night we were um we worked with the youth in our uh, church <laughs> and so we were doing a lesson and i just remember um speaking to a young gentleman who said he kind of was afraid to um speak up in front of his peers for you know what they might say to him and so I basically told him, like, you got to learn how to keep score. And what I meant was sometimes when we think we're dealing with something or something is going a certain way, so let's say you feel like you just keep taking the L when it comes to standing up for yourself. Like, I'm not good at speaking in front of people. I just can't stand up for myself. When in actuality, there have been other times where you have totally spoke up, spoken up for yourself or stood up for yourself or somebody else and not realize that, hey, I'm not actually bad in this area. I'm just not keeping score right. And so that's something we wanted to kind of talk about today thinking that you're losing in a certain area or you're taking an L when in reality you're not really looking at the full picture of what you have done or what you have accomplished concerning a certain situation. Absolutely. So while we're going through this topic, um, if you want to just think about the areas where you find yourself stuck, where you feel like I can't get ahead, I can't win, I can't, you know, um, make any headways, we want you to kind of keep those things in mind as we talk because as she said, you know, it's really about recalibrating and learning how to take score correctly so to see the bigger picture and to be able to pan out from your situation current situation and the current feeling that you have because oftentimes it's through the feeling that you're having at that moment that you're shaping your whole um, narrative about yourself and and being able to get out of that emotion and pan back and look over the bigger picture you're able to see like wait no nah, i did have some w's right. in the column i did have some wins so um yeah, we just want to kind of talk to you guys about that um, and kind of uh, really delve in that today. So <clears throat> I think uh, we want to first kind of just talk about um, maybe an area that yeah. you kept feeling like you were taking an L in. Mm. Um, right? I know, right? It's like, <laughs> which one do I want right, to tell? No. Right. <laughs> um, let's see. What was I? I think during my career of getting my education, I used to always feel like, I mean, I would call Leilani like, I'm quitting. That's yeah. it. I can't finish this program. It wasn't, it's not for me to be in school. Yeah. You know, I, I would compare my situation. Like, how in the world am I going to finish? And I have two kids. I'm working full time. You know, um, going to school full time. I'm trying to lose weight. I'm trying to support my husband and what he's doing. And I really, really felt like, because my undergraduate degree, as I've said before, like, it took me seven years to finish that. It took me three and a half to do my master's degree when it should only took me two. And I just was like, 
I'm a failure. There, I'm never going to finish this. And then I look up and realize I literally fought and every step I took, I had to fight for and I finished. So I was making progress in my life. But in the middle of it, I, I couldn't see the progress in all the classes I did pass. All yeah. I saw was the assignments ahead of me. How am I going to find time to do this? How am I going to type a 20-page paper? I don't even own a computer. Things like that. Um, and also in my weight. I definitely, for a long time, felt like I was just taking the L's. But I didn't see it as gradual progression it was just like everything about me sucks i'm failing i'm not where i want to be right now so obviously that means i suck yeah yeah i think that um mine would be also a little bit the academia of like um my goal was always to get the phd and so even though i have the you know bachelor's degree i have the master's degree it was still like the absence of the phd yes illuminated i mean no, it's eclipsed. like yeah it's like it eclipses everything so it's like oh this is an l you know and not seeing that wow you were able to do that you know get your master's degree when you didn't have a computer yeah, and you yeah. were working full time and <laughs> you were in ministry you know what i mean like and so oh, yeah. it's like yeah it's <laughs> a lot of wins in that column like wow you're able to do that but it was really hard for me to see that and it really took other people pointing yeah. it out to me because I was like no like I'm still a failure and like yeah. you were like are you kidding me like you just graduate like you're walking across the stage right yeah. now talking about your failure even right That's now me. like I think for me one that, I, that I'm gonna continue to deal with I have trouble seeing myself as a good mom like I, I'm better now I'm much better now and I have a more sober view but, oh, my goodness, I used to just parent from fear. And I, Leilani had to continue to remind me, like, your daughter loves you to death. Mm -hmm. She's very smart. People compliment you all the time mm -hmm. on their manners, you know, because all I could see was. And their kids. And their like, children. Like, in, in this day and age, I think it is a success of a parent to still have kids. What yeah. I mean by that is that they still believe they're very uh, you know, just pure, innocent, yeah. like, and they're supposed to have immaturity. Like, they're, they're, they should not have such, like, where they're sitting there, like, that's never gonna work. Right. Because, you know what I mean? Like, but there's still that belief system of, like, it's all gonna come together. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, to be able to have that in this day and age when everything tries yeah. to rob our children of, of their, their innocence, yeah. like, that that's a success. And yeah. so I just wanted to brag about my god kids. Thank that's you. all. Yes, they are. They are. They're absolutely wonderful kids. And so, um, it's, it's, it takes time for your mind to really be reshaped and like remolded into a space where you can accept and believe like I am actually winning right now. Yeah. Like, and I think it's also because we take our cues from the world and we don't realize it because it's like, well, if I was winning and I was a great mom, I would have a house right now mm -hmm. because my kids need to be running around in the backyard yeah. and then they should, she could have her own room with an, uh, her own desk and mm -hmm. then when she asked me to cook I wouldn't be so frustrated because I have space in my kitchen to help like yeah in my mind to be a good mother this is what I should have provided for her or what the win looks like oh yeah that's what it yeah. is it's like this it, it, this is it's not even an accumulation of a couple of wins it's like no the only w I that, can achieve yeah, is this and it looks like this you know what I mean like yeah. and so it's really hard to step back from that and be like, I don't have that W, but I'm still winning. So, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, to be able yeah. to, you know, manage that in your thoughts is kind of hard because you really bought into this idea. And that was the only way. Right. That's it. So, anything outside of that is just trash. Right. Like, and then you don't realize, like, you low-key make it more of a harder pill to swallow because you've kind of taken away your other options to go to to say, mm -hmm. what else do I have to be grateful for? Yes. What else have I done? I need a, I need a boost right now. Yeah. This is why it's important to have somebody, your accountability partner, a friend, a spouse, 
to pour into you because when you see stuff, sometimes you see it through your hurt and your pain. Yeah. And it's distorted. Yeah, absolutely. Distorted. And then you start to, you take that L and it starts to dictate to you your actions. Like, one, it becomes your narrative. So you start to say, instead of like, man, I'm losing, I'm losing, I'm losing, it starts to become, I'm a loser. Yeah. So you start to take this identity identity on of like your skewed image of yourself. And like, even just while we're talking, you know, the actions, like, if you, like, even in my seeing the master's as a failure because it's not the PhD, it limited a lot of what I would do with the master's because mm. I don't even think about it oftentimes because I'm like, that's nothing. You it's know what I mean? Like, I put it to the back. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, so there's, um like, you know, the, the knowledge that it afforded me. There's things that, you know, opportunities it could give me, but I'm not even utilizing it because in my mind, that's an L. So who goes to their L's? You know what I mean? Like to hmm. to win from. Nobody does that, right? You always look yeah. to your winning column. So if I'm putting that in the, the loser column, then automatically I've put it away not to be used. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like so there's That's and good. that and that might be like it may not be um a degree or a diploma or something like that for you. It might be your gifts, your yeah. talents. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times where you, I know on the last podcast that was there, <laughs> that got erased. Yeah. Um, but like you were talking about how, you know, you weren't, you were looking at everybody else in your circle and seeing their Oh gifting, yeah, that's a good one. And you weren't seeing like, oh wait, I have this ability where people come to me and they're, you know, I'm being able to speak into their life and mend their brokenness and being able to, you know, like even just making people feel loved and right. seen, you know, I, I do that. So that's just normal. Like yeah. whatever. And you put that yeah. in the like, you know, it's not even a, a it's L. Not even, you yeah. don't even count it's not it. Even, it's not worthy. It's not valued yeah. at all. So last the last time we recorded this and I got erased, that's what I was saying. I, I mentioned how, like, the people around me I always looked hot up to. Like, they're so freaking talented, man. Like, this girl can do this. This one got this. Oh, my gosh. Like, what am I? I'm not even worthy. Like, mm-hmm. it was really that bad. It really was. Um, and... It took them to say, well, first of all, like, if you was that whack, you know, would you even be hanging out with us like that? not in the clip. Come on now. (laughs) You don't qualify. But then the other thing is, Catherine, you know, like she said, you know, my ability to listen to people, to speak to them, to help create transformation in their life, to just love on them with no effort. Like, just with who I am and cooking and talking and just (laughs) inviting them into a place of love in my Mm -hmm. household made them feel loved. Like, that's that's valuable. That's not nothing. And it's like, dang, like... So how how long did I down myself and not value those things before I finally realized, dang, this is worth something. Like, right. which is why you got to have people around you because they could have easily been like, you know what, you are whack as hell, or just being like, yeah, like, why are you like, hanging out with us? Like, yeah, and then never speaking to it. Yeah, but slowly we would have been listening to her and starting to accumulate that in yeah, our thoughts. Like, image. you're right. You are whack. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I didn't think that initially, but you, know you what? kept it brings, speaking it, that it, it to It brings me. something to, to, to my mind saying that because I think that sometimes we bond over that mm-hmm. in unhealthy relationships. So if you have a homegirl um, and she ain't doing nothing with her life, you're trying and, but you keep talking about, man, I think I'm just wasting my time. I ain't even gonna mm-hmm. try to go to school. I can't do people. Here she go. Yep, you wasting your time. Because that's Girl, why that's I don't try to do nothing. Yeah. That's why I'm just chilling. Because you ain't gonna get my <laughs> exactly. time and money. And now right. both of y'all look, sitting there looking like, what? Mm-hmm. Because you've, Life passed you you've basically given her the okay to look at you like that. Yeah. And now you've taken and all she's, her psyche. And she's reflecting it back yeah. to you. So then you're like, okay, that's who I am. Like, so it's really, I mean, you know, you talk about, we always talk about that, like birds of feather flock together. You know what I mean? Like you hear those sayings, but we we really don't realize how subtly it happens. Like, you know what I mean? Like how people start to be with 
people who think like them or yeah. you know like who act like them it's like it's, it's subtle you don't go out saying like you know today I'm gonna be with people who just tear themselves down right. you know what I mean but it's your speech it's coming out of you every day so people who are like I don't like being around negativity they slowly distance themselves from yes. you whereas the people who are like girl I was thinking the same thing right up on your neck you yeah. know what I'm saying like so then you're like wow, how did my circle turn to this band of negative people like mm-hmm. because you were attracting that you through your speech. And so we really want to talk about like, you know, what is the narrative that you keep telling yourself through what you're looking at, like your skewed image. And that's why it's important for us. And this kind of connects to our podcast about the lies the enemy tells is like, we have to be able to look at things like, okay, this is how I feel. But what is the truth? Right. Like, what does God say about me? What right. What was I created for? I might not be in alignment right now. So what is my reality is not really what I'm right. supposed to be living. You know what I mean? Like, so God, if I align back to you, I'm getting back into the center of your will. Would that still be true about me? Right. Possibly not. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, so. And that's why it's important that. that you really read your word and understand. Like, we people throw scriptures around, but speaking things that are not as though they are is mm-hmm. the epitome of what we're talking about. Like. And it's not based off your emotion. So that's why it's hard to, that's why it's important to not be around the wrong people. Because when you're around the wrong people, you're trying to manifest something that is not going to be conducive in that environment. There's no way you can bring forth a dream in your heart that God gave you about a bunch of people who are not doing anything, talk negatively. You know, it's not a good incubator for dreams. It's just not. So let's say you're, you're out of though. You got them out of your life. Now it's time for you to practice speaking things that you don't see as though they're there, you know, being, being wealthy, being successful, even being healthy. Like I know when I was, um, before I lost a significant amount of weight, I had started purchasing clothes that were way too small. Like, of course I couldn't fit into them. I mean, even like Lottie though, she was purchasing me clothes, <laughs> nice stuff that I couldn't fit in because it was like, not yet, but you won't be able to wear this one day. Like, and it, I mean, it seems so subtle. And also for some people, it may seem corny. Yeah. But I'm telling you guys. like, And that's for the-, the friend, like, let me just say, on the other side, I battled with that because I was like, is she going to take this yeah. offensively? Is she going to be like, so what you trying to say? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> are you trying to be funny? You know what I mean? Like, because it's like, I really, and we were just talking about this actually yeah. right before we started to record, but I really didn't see her weight problem as a problem. Like, I didn't see it, but she was telling me like, no, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you just don't see me. Yeah. Like, what was going on? I really didn't, but I was like, look, well, you're going to get, I just knew, like, this is going to, honey, it's going to look fabulous. <laughs> so go on and put that in. And yeah. I was surprised actually that she kept it because oh, like, yeah. when she wore it, I was like, oh. Yeah, like it was like, oh, I, I thought you got rid and of it. And let me tell you, we're speaking of a three quarter length dark burgundy bad <laughs> winter coat, wool bag, got little buttons on it, and a little uh ropey tie around your waist. <laughs> Y'all, this jacket was so small for me when she bought it, I couldn't even get it up my arms. My arms were too big to fit in the sleeves. So when I wore it, I wore it, buttoned it up, tied the, the little tie thing, and sent her a picture. And I was so excited to send it to her picture because I hadn't worn it. And I got to work and everybody was like, girl, that jacket is bad. It's yeah. everything. And I was like, man, I'm glad I kept it. Like, So I say all that to you to say things that are not manifesting right now, mm-hmm. it's our job to... And honestly, God's trying to partner with you in building that faith. Yeah. But a lot of times we don't do our part. Yeah, We just think good. faith is supposed to be something that we pray and he sent it down yeah, like manna from heaven. It's like, yes. you got to do something. Yeah. Even praying. today, I'm waiting for a blessing to come through concerning an apartment. And... The, the people haven't got back to me yet. And finally, I just said on the bed, I said, you know what? Even though in my stomach, 
I felt like not to just I didn't have to go to the bathroom. That's how nervous I was. I said, you know what, God, I have to make a choice. Either I'm gonna have faith and call and claim this thing, or I'm gonna let it go. And I was like, yeah. it's mine. I'm not even tripping. And I let it go. And I'm yes. like, that's one of the first times yeah. in a long time yeah. I've been able to do that because it's like you get tired of living like with this narrative, like, it's not gonna work out for me. Every time yes. I try to do something, yes. man, it don't work out. Like that stuff is tiring. And I'm yeah. like, you know what? If I truly have favor and a cause on my life, God, you're organizing and you're lining stuff up. It's mine. But here's the thing. The reason why that's tiring, though, for you is because somewhere deep inside, your spirit knows mm. that that's not your reality. Yeah. So you're warring you're against mm. yourself. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so for somebody who's listening, you're like, no, but it's true. Like, I always like and nothing works for me. But the reality is, is that that's pissing you off somewhere mm -hmm. because in your real truth, your the truth that's deep inside of you, what God has placed in you, it knows yeah. that that's not where you want to be. Like, that's it's the difference between you know what I mean like just being settled and be like I'm good here you know what I mean like this job is everything and then you being on, at that same job like I'm gonna die you know what I'm <laughs> right. saying like those two different realities right. like, we've all had that co-worker That's where it's true. like they love it. Like, oh, this job is great. And we're like, God, if you don't deliver me soon, because that's not your place of destiny. Right. Whereas it is for them. So for you, if you're like, man, I just feel like I'm constantly losing or, you know, this never goes right or this is stuck. But there's something in you that still pushes like, nah, this ain't right. Like you're still, you're upset. You're not like, you know, I always lose and I feel great about that. You know what I mean? Like that's telling you, that's yeah. a, that's a clue that God is like, he's not done with you. He's not going to leave you there. So you can just keep waking up, wash yeah. your face and get yeah. ready. You know what I'm saying? Like to push another day because that's not, that's not where you're going to die. Yeah. So, um, I think like. You said something um, on the, the earlier podcast that was deleted, <laughs> but where you were like saying, because in that, you know, you feeling unspecial, like you just didn't see yourself as special. Yeah. So that was kind of, that belief was kind of met with that idea of like everybody else is yeah. special. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and so I think like just even talking about that, like you have to be mindful of what you're really speaking to yourself yeah. your narrative is everything is. so if you're telling yourself that you know i am you know i'm not special or you're telling yourself that i'm not lovable or you're telling yourself that i'm a failure i'm not smart so you start looking for stuff that lines up yeah with that that just reinforces the narrative but um Maisha Cheney said, she dropped some nuggets and she said, if you never give people the opportunity to go against that narrative, it, re it keeps reinforcing the narrative you tell yourself. So basically, if you never give an opportunity for anyone to contradict that, for example, I'm unlovable, so I push everybody away. I never give anyone the opportunity to love me so that I have that in the back of my mind. Like, right. I feel unlovable, but wow, Kat really loves me. Yeah. Like, she's yeah. a really good friend to me. So you know what I mean? Like, we don't have that opportunity to have that contradiction contradiction come and undermine the lie that we started accepting about ourselves so I just I think that that's a you know like a little yeah, nugget that yeah. we need to share with each other that like hey man look what do you and that's I mean the theme of our all of our podcasts keep going back to stop doing this life alone yeah <laughs> find yeah, someone basically. to do life with like because you really need somebody outside of yourself to tell you like man you tripping like yeah. that's not truth you know what I mean yeah. like so and so it's really important that you watch the narrative too, because and I'm gonna I'm gonna say this here, um, you know, might lose some of you guys, but um, I just kind of want to use it as an example. 
when it comes to like um the subject of homosexuality a lot of times i think where people mess up is they look at that as their identity like this is who I am. When in actuality, it's not who you are. It's what you do. So when it's attacked, you feel like people are attacking you. And I feel like that goes across the board with other things. Telling yourself a story of feeling, you know, unlovable or, you know, not worthy or I'm not smart enough. When stuff happens, you think that it's an attack on you because now you've taken on the mantle or the jacket of this is who I am. And I, I, we, I don't need you to do this or you don't have to love me like this because you've already told yourself this thing about myself is, is my existence. And if you cannot separate that idea from who you really are, it takes a long time to break that. Like a long time. You go into relationships with that mindset. You get on jobs with that mindset. And then you think that your boss is attacking you when really, or either or a coworker or a friend is like attacking you when really they're trying to point out something in your character that's keeping you bound or keeping you, um, what's the word, um, from progressing or getting better. So, um, yeah, so just be careful about the story. The story you tell yourself about who you, who I am yeah. in this character trait is oftentimes a lie. That's not who your, who your whole being is. That's not the only thing you have to offer the world is being unlovable or being too dumb or not being talented enough. Right. That's, that's, that's you trying to just get comfortable in that small space of a small slither of time right. in your life. And that's not the truth. So and I think I, your identity being based on just one aspect of yourself is always troublesome. Yes. So you know what I mean? Like there's we we all have uh, wins and losses in every area of our life. You know what I mean? Like so there's as a you can be a straight A student and still feel like yep. there's that one time I got that B. You know what I mean? Like it's like and for other people that's like that's not a real loss, right. but for them that's a real loss. You know what I mean? Like so in every area and if we can't have people come and talk to us about the totality of ourselves because we're holding on to this one area like I'm unlovable so you can't you know I can't be successful in any other area because I'm unlovable in this one area you know what I mean like of not ha or having failed relationships and so I feel like I'm unlovable but you have friends who love you like crazy your family yeah. loves you like crazy yeah. you know what I mean like you're you you, mm. you have people in your life that are giving you love but yet you're like no because I I haven't made it work in this one area and I have these L's so that means I'm a loser and it starts to dictate all of this the rest of your reality and so i think that that's that's good what you're saying like where we start to put on this mantle as a whole identity that engulfs us where it's like wait a minute like i was just can i even question this aspect of your life like no okay yeah, because yeah. you feel like i was attacking your whole person but your yeah. whole person's bigger than just one area of yourself right. and so we you know we really hope that people can really see that God is um, doing a new thing in all of our lives, like where he wants to really unveil who we are. Like, because I think we are, we've got skewed visions about who we are yeah, or we, we are just only look, focusing on one area and, and that's good or bad. Whether God is like, you need to bring this area out more or he's like, look, you're trying to hide from this area and it needs to be dealt with. Yeah. Whatever it is um, that we have those areas that make us up you know what i mean like we it's part of who we and are and you got to deal with the bad because i think um we kind of joke about this back and forth we kind of call each <laughs> calling each other like first lady like putting that on each other let me tell you why don't let me tell you why it's important because <laughs> like she just mentioned you have no idea what god is going to manifest through you and you're dealing with the bad stuff not even knowing 20 years from now, like, or not even 20 years from now, let's say you're, you're of, of childbearing age and getting married five years from now, you're going to be somebody's parent. Mm -hmm. You can't be going around still dealing with the bad stuff when God's trying to tell you, you're not only are you loved, 
but you are somebody who can love yeah. beyond how you were loved. Like yeah. the positive yeah, stuff, you're not going to be able to like to, to grab onto because you still deal with stuff you're supposed to deal with five years ago. Yeah. Cause you're about to be somebody's mom or you're getting ready to birth a business through your life yeah. or whatever it is. So, and which is hard. Like, it's hard. Believe it or not, accepting the and good stuff. And it's a journey. Stuff, it it's is. a pro- process, you guys. So it's not happening overnight. And there, there are going to be some setbacks. See the last podcast. Yeah. But you know, there's going to be setbacks. But you still, you don't take the setbacks and start to dictate your narrative based on that. Like, the, if you don't take anything from this podcast, please take that. Don't skew your narrative based on what you feel about one certain area or circumstance like that's it just don't speak over your life based on the failure you perceive yeah because the reality is is that you know if we're if we trust Mm -hmm. that god is doing everything for our good even the failures are working to our benefit so it's not really a l but we perceive it as such right so if our perception perception is reality it becomes our reality and then our reality is what we speak over ourselves yes so that only perpetuates that being our reality so we have to, it's horrible. So we have to be mindful of that to just say, wait a minute, okay. So even if I am, you know, I feel like this is an L, let me take correct score. Let me take a moment yes. to just like, let, let's yes. jot down the last three years in this area. Yeah, it was a win on? when I did this. It yeah. was a win when I did that. It was a win when I was able to do this. And then this L. Hmm. Now when I take score, I'm winning still, even in the face of this L. So just being able to skew out or span out and look at the big picture is beneficial for you walking into your place of destiny. And then also you guys like it helps you to watch what you speak over others mm. because um, you be if you're dealing with being unloved, unlovable or I'm not smart enough or I can't hang out with this group of people and you have this negative connotation in everything that you say that's going to make people not want to be around you and help propel or perpetuate rather the, what you already think about yourself. And it is the thing, if you are a parent and you're listening and whether you're a single parent or you're married, you've got to watch what, what we give an enemy a foothold to because mm-hmm. that becomes an issue with your kids. Yeah. So now you grew up feeling unloved, mm-hmm. knowing that you're trying to love your kids, but they still grew up with it because it's something you haven't been able to conquer and you weren't watching what you were speaking yeah. over them or your coworkers. Or, or to yourself. Or to yourself. You're, yeah. They're picking up what you're saying to yourself. Yeah. And the baby says amen. It turns amen. in today. Yes. It turns in today. Absolutely. So he says hello. But yeah, you guys, um, we just want you guys to learn how to take proper score. Um, it's, it's, it's about looking at the whole picture, being mm-hmm. able to pan out. And oftentimes you have to ask God, God, show me me yes. through your eyes. Yes. Because I was I don't just about see to it. say that. Okay. I was just about we to say that. Like, we remove the scales because my I'm, it's clouded. My vision is clouded and I, I'm looking through my perception. I'm looking through what people have spoke over me, what people have said about me, what the world says I should say about myself. And so sometimes you got to just say, Lord, what do you see? Yes. Why did you think I was valuable? Why do you think that I'm capable? Why do you think that I am enough? Like just asking those questions to him so he can start to reveal that. And it's going to come in a multitude of ways, whether you're reading his word and he said he reveals something to you. It's going to be your friends coming up to you. It's going to be a boss coming up and saying, you know what? You really are this as one of my workers. I see this in you. You know what I mean? Like it's going to come a multitude of ways. So when you ask God, show me also say, make me aware of it 
when it comes because right, we'll be right. too busy and be like, here, here, this, here, this one come. <laughs> Not you are already mad at her before she come up and she bringing you your blessing. There you go. So don't be mad at Belinda at work. <laughs> no, <I'm playing. laughs> what you laughing at? Exactly. So you know what I mean? Like you just need to be open to how God is going to answer that because he does answer when we ask. Yes, he does. So we um will leave you with a few tips um just concerning being able to keep track of or keep score right. Um I would say um like I always say, man, having that partner, boy, I tell you, um <laughs> I, I always come back to this because I think it's just not for us to do life alone. It's really, really not. I don't even we're I don't yeah, that's why <laughs> you think about prison, they put men in solitary confinement and they crack them and they mm-hmm. go crazy because mm-hmm. we we need that human interaction and not just through TV or YouTube, but a real person. Yeah. And if you can't think of anybody right now that can fit in that role when we do these podcasts, then you really got to open up yourself to a, maybe a new crowd, a new sphere of influence mm-hmm. because it should be at least one person that you can call on that will Tell you, you know what? You was dead wrong for that. Mm-hmm. You know, you and was you trust wrong. Them with and that. you trust them, right. And you love them after that. <laughs> right. And you guys still have an ongoing relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say doing it with somebody so that you can kind of like have somebody help you if you can't keep tra- track right. And the other thing, I think um, I practice um, speaking things over my life. So by my door um, in my room, when I walk out, I have affirmations. And one of them, you know, is I will be what well, was supposed to say, I will be one of the most influential speakers in my in my generation. It actually says I am the. So I don't know if the Lord kind of tricked me or I did it to myself and manifested truth. But I think it's important to keep stuff that's not accurate right now at the forefront of my day, of my life. Like one of my goals is to be this thing here. It's not right now, but I'm going to speak it like it is. Yeah. Because if we don't do that. It 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 it, it, it'll, it makes you not want to dream or not want to write yeah. down goals when you don't make it a habit. Yeah. When you don't make it a habit, it feels corny and uncomfortable, and you just think it's something to be, you know, hidden. When in actuality, it's something you should be proud of. It should be something that you should share with other people because it might inspire somebody else to take suit, to follow suit, and um, and have a goal or two. Absolutely. And I think um, for me, um, it kind of piggybacks on that. The tip that I would give is that, you know, sometimes you're so in a, a skewed place or a broken place that you don't even trust the stuff that you would write out as goals. So to write out scripture. Oh, and yeah. speak that over yourself because I'm fearfully start. and wonderfully made is the basis for you to start believing that, hey, I'm o- I'm okay the way that I am. Like, okay, God, you made me. Like, I, I, I'm i of worth, you know? So you can speak scriptures over yourself out loud, yes. um, actually vocalizing it because the Bible says that life and death lies in the power basis. of our tongue. So yes. what we speak, we can bring forth life or we can bring forth death. So we want to encourage you to speak life. And then um, I would actually, you know, the practical side of me um, is like, if you ever get into that tough spot and you're like, I really just feel like I'm losing in this. I'm losing, I'm losing, I'm losing. To actually sit down and do the the worksheet, the T-chart of here's a W and then on the other side, here's the L's and start writing out and really challenge yourself to pull out some W's to train your brain because sometimes we've we've just perfected finding the negativity in our lives. Like it just, it's second nature. Like, oh, you walk in a room, look what's wrong. Boom, 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 boom. You can pick out everything that's wrong, but it's really hard for you to find what's going right. And so you have to train your brain to start looking for the positive, looking for the win. So if you can start doing the exercise, 
sit down and just like, what are some wins for the week? You know what I mean? Like, um, let's just look at like, what have I done? What have I accomplished? And just really go through so that your brain can start picking up on like, hey, that was a good thing. You know what I mean? Like, and now that triggered the thought of remi- reminding me of what we talked about in the one that got deleted. Um, Is that <laughs> it was like, for me having to ask God to train my eye because working in youth ministry is oh, a yeah. thankless job. Yeah. And so you, you know, you send off, if you do it successfully, you send the kids off, you know what I mean? Like they go off into the world. And so you don't really see a lot of what the, the seeds you planted, you know, come into full harvest. Yeah. And so I had to ask God to show me like, can you train my eyes to see the winds even when they're small? Really son? Not right now, bro, bro. Thank you. So, um, <laughs> you know, God has really trained my eye to be able to see that, like, even just the subtle things, like the kid who normally wanted to shy and stay in the background is now speaking up or, yeah, like, or volunteers, out. Yeah. yeah, to pray or, you know, just small things. So it's not like they're all running to, you know, become, you know, pastors, but, you know, like, they're actually... I'm starting to see the growth. And so, you know, really just training your eye and asking God to help you train your eye so that you can start to see the wins so that you can take score correctly. Yeah, yeah. That's good. So we um, we really hope you guys got something from um, this week. Um, Continue to, um, you know, think of the positive, retrain your mind, have accountability partners so that you can put some of this stuff um, into play and into practice in your life. All right, you guys, don't forget to like, subscribe, share, share. <laughs> and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. And comment. We love it. Oh, yes, please. Talk All to right, us. All right, guys. Have a good day. God Bye. bless.